Rookie Fever, the show that looks closely at NFL rookie values all year long. With your hosts, Swagzilla Zero G. We can't all be winners. And Mike, the feverish Fidero. It's never in a vacuum! Nothing is in a vacuum! The Rookie Fever Podcast. We're just having fun and we're working, baby. That's it, baby. Let's go. Wait, wait. What up? And welcome back to Rookie Fever episode. Buys and sells. What the hell's? <laughs> I don't know what episode it is, and I think that's a good thing. I didn't feel like looking today purposely. We're changing it up, taking over the rookie fever world. Um, so buys and sells, right? Buys and sells. But before that, I am here, as always, with the feverish Fenero, the one and only Michael Fenero. What up, what up? How's it going? This is this is long coming. I think we, we, we talked about doing buys and sells somewhere around week 14 or 15 in the season, and... Uh, we're just getting to it now. I don't think it's a bad time, though. No, it's a good time. It uh, gives you more time to reflect on some things, and I think Absolutely. that we might be a little bit more actionable now than we would have been in that current state. So yeah. The state of mind definitely changes in the offseason. There's no doubt about that. Yeah, for sure. Buys and sells. Where are we starting with this? Do you want to start with some sells? or no? I thought- okay, first of all... Let's tell them about my crock plows. <laughs> uh, Michael Finero. So one day I sent him this. I'm like, hey, I want these. Da, 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 and he's like looking at them and he's like, easy peasy. What color do you want? So I pick a color and <laughs> then I get three colors. I get yellow, red and white. Yep. Crock plows that Michael Finero made on his digital printer for my children. And I only have two, so now I have an extra set. Just in case. Just in case. Mm-hmm. I mean, so, you might have a yellow day. You might have a white day. It's really up to them. And we've had no snow. I know. I, I want to send the kids <laughs> out there in cracks, like the summer cracks, with plows on them, though. And I do want them to plow the porch. I, I, I want to see that. That buy some that you should buy some crock plows. Yeah, shells. Wonder what they're visualizing. They even look like. <laughs> you know what I, I mean? Like when you, Twitter. Oh, you did. I, but, but those who may not have seen to, the post, I wonder what they would think of crock yeah, plows. Yeah, because it, it made is. my day. Um, so I was thinking. I think we're going to have some players here that probably coincide, and some players that shocks people a little bit and um from a time standpoint i don't know how we're gonna do here so i want to end up getting one thing out of the way i don't know if it's time though i don't know if it's time might be be time are you more are you more interested in trying to sell players this time of year or and clean up a little bit early spring cleaning or is there players you're trying to target right now it's just the market, meaning like how I feel about the value that others think about players. Mm-hmm. So currently, I think there's there's better better sells on my dynasty teams than buys right now. So I, I think I'm leaning towards the being the seller in this uh, early off season. Do you have any sells that feel hot takey, or that? I, and I'm not accusing you of that, but yeah. you, that people might think you're crazy. 
Um, I want that. That's what I want. Yeah, there's gonna be there's gonna be. I don't know if they'll think I'm crazy, but they they uh, might think I'm messing up. Um, I think you're I'm, crazy. I'm kind of about selling selling myself some uh, Davon Aching and some Zach Charbonnet. Two very different reasons, but uh, I feel like uh, I'm kind of out on those players way more than people are in on those two players. There's just, there's just such an audience to be in on either of those players. And I, I think the Zach Charbonnet one, if, I, if I'm being honest, I just I, I felt like everybody got too excited about him. And I wasn't getting excited about him at all. I, I s- still believed in Walker. So this is confirmation bias. Like just admitting that this is probably confirmation bias. But um, I'm kind of still in the same place with Zach Charbonnet. I think he's just a guy depth piece um good one for an nfl team and a chain and we've talked about it a lot a lot five nine 188 pounds 88 pounds um eckler is his 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 best chance his best comp of being out there he's like eckler's everybody's low bmi example but even he was 37th percentile comparison davon achon's 10th percentile i mean that's just kind of scary so his value again really really high. He's be like a top ten dynasty back now. So if that's hot takey or the Zach Charbonnet surprises you, then I guess maybe that fits the bill. But I don't think I blew anybody away with those two. No, I mean I don't think so. And plus, they've been listening the whole time. We haven't talked much about Zach Charbonnet though on the show, and I don't have him on either of my buys or sells. And so maybe we talk about him a little bit sure. really quick because I think I. Agree agree with you um he's more of one of those players though i've just kind of i felt like i don't quite know what people will give me for him Mm -hmm. but i know that i don't want to buy him because i agree with you i want kenneth walker more it almost makes it's almost made me want to go after and try to get kenneth walker a little bit more than than trying to and i mean that might even be something you try to divert to when you're selling Devin mm-hmm. A-Chain, not to go back to him, but maybe that's something you divert to is like a Kenneth Walker and you could mm-hmm. probably even get a little plus on top of it in some cases, depending on the league. So Charbonnet, though, he's somebody that, because I, I know that this is this might be hot takey, unfortunately, <laughs> but I, I don't mind handcuffing my running backs, but I feel like in this case that people almost view Charbonnet closer to Walker than I ever would. So I feel like unless I handcuffed that during my rookie drafts last year or if I acquire Kenneth Walker to my Charbonnet shares, it's almost too pricey for me to handcuff Walker for what I think it's worth. Yep. It's it's yeah, almost that, priced it sounds like we're in the same exact place for with Walker. Him. Yeah. <laughs> It's almost priced out where if Walker's <laughs> already injured and you see, so mm-hmm. might as well just oh, yes. wait in yes. case Walker gets injured. And then that's when you make the offer for Charbonnet because you would need him a little bit more. Or you get a chance to see what he does. It's mm-hmm. it's almost priced at success already. And I think yes. that Walker does get to hold that backfield down. Um, then on the now I do want to know. Cause this is, this is went through my head. Okay. I have one Devin a chain share remaining and um me too do you are you willing to pull the trigger straight up walker for a chain or do you want a little extra on top like how are you feeling about that if in a worst case situation i'll do that straight up 
I think I would too. I don't need. I don't need anything. I, I, I still feel like that. Even that question kind of makes me feel like people are lower on Walker than I think they are. Because like Walker to me, like it's not even close. To I, I, I just I have to go Walker all day on that one. And then I'm curious. And all all three of these running backs I'm talking about right now, uh, I didn't have this even planned. I, this is such a fun conversation <laughs> for Nero, but all three yeah. of these running backs are going to be the same age or mm. are currently. I don't, I don't know how many months apart, but now what's the plus you want and how do you feel about this? What's the plus you want on top of Javante Williams? Ooh. Uh, a lot. Coming off injury, if you were listening to Rookie Fever last year, we were telling you, I mean, not not to like say we nailed it, but we kind of felt like Javante Williams was going to have a down year off injury. And maybe at that point last year, people were getting a little bit too excited still thinking of he was coming back. I think it was kind of a 50-50 split. And then he disappointed in yeah. the eyes of the beholders, the ones that believed that he would be back at that capacity in this year. Denver Broncos weren't as good with Russell Wilson as people wanted him to be. Probably didn't get as much opportunity as you want from a winning team. That's when your running backs are really going to do good. Um, Does he come back to form? And this move, I think you can get more of a plus with. Uh, Yeah, I I think I'd want to like top 15, top 16 rookie pick on top of that. So 203? Yeah. You're in, like, you th- or do you think you want a little more? Or I still, I still like the 18 side, but I feel like that's about right. Um, you know, it just depends on how you're maybe there's a yeah, little, just... I think you're paying, you have to have a little bit more risk. Yeah. I don't know that one. I didn't expect you to love that one. <laughs> it did not. This is what's been going through my head though when I'm trying to move my Devin A chain shares as sure. I look at, um, Kevin, uh, sorry, Kenneth Walker and. Javante Williams, just because of the teams I've happened to look at that I feel like I could possibly get the deal done. Those are the running backs they have that I feel like I would target. I was looking to pepper in a little value on top of A-Chain to get Priest Hall. I, I mean, I would love that. I feel like you have to have a really like a pepper I've probably never <laughs> afforded in my life, like a really good pepper. The caviar of like you'd have to really convince me, you know, yeah, uh, <laughs> like some conviction with that pepper, yeah. <laughs> but I I love going after a Brees Hall type. Absolutely, uh, he might even be a uh, uh, like rewind worth looking mm-hmm. into and buying. Absolutely, definitely. So I I don't mind that. I feel like you're gonna have to give at least a twenty five first. Mm. Okay, all right, one ten. Yeah, you're, I mean, if I'm flipping it the other side, that's what I would want. You know what I mean? If I'm the one giving up threes for your A chain, I'm mm-hmm. gonna I'm gonna need something like that. So yeah. I guess I guess I'm hoping that people are just a lot higher on A chain than we are. All right, so I want to start with my spicy one, affordable pepper. Yeah, spicy please. sell. And uh, I'm gonna say the player, but hear me out, guys, because I, I think you guys are gonna this. Just hear me out. It's Jordan Addison. Mm. And he had a great rookie year by anything that we look at at Rookie Fever and try to not get too carried away. Um, but for me, and I, and I think we're going to continue to see success. I, I like him. 
I think he's priced a little bit inaccurately, though. And this is one of those moves where I've got a couple ideas where I think you could move on from, get a little bit of a plus, and still make your Dynasty team better, even if the plus weren't to work out. And it's just one of those things, like he's a smaller guy. I think that even with the great season, that was a little bit overshadowed by how good his season was. And when Justin Jefferson went away, we have questionable quarterback play coming in on a team that is just a little too good to get a new a, a really good quarterback. They're probably going to have Cousins, which is a best-case scenario for these guys. So, But here's the thing. I'll still take DK Metcalf over him who is actually valued less on Dynasty Trade Calculator today. I will take DJ Moore over him, who's still less today on... These guys are all valued, valued, keyword, less than him. They all had better seasons than him last year. I think they're going to have better seasons than him in the future. I think that you can divert with like a plus, even if that plus is a third. I will take Jalen Waddle over him, who had a better season last year, missing, I think, two to three games at that. DJ Moore has showed nothing but consistency. I know that Jordan Addison hasn't had a chance to do that, yay or nay. But DK Metcalf has showed us consistency since their rookie years. And these are players that I think are just maybe a little bit undervalued, whereas Jordan Addison has already reached that tier. And maybe just like I think that he's, you know, Devonta Smith. That and I and I, god damn that I hate that size comp that just happened there in my head. But I think that he's more of a wide receiver to ceiling type guy with weekly highs. You know he's he's going to be just fine if you don't get rid of Jordan Addison. It's not going to hurt your team. But I think that you can make it your team just that little bit better, a little bit more consistent with a nice plus to it. So a little bit of Jordan Addison shade, but. Man, I enjoyed Jordan Addison a lot this year, so I knew this one would sound a little different, but man, I'm looking and and fine to get rid of him even for some some running backs maybe, but really like I wanted to kind of replace with a wide receiver that and people might just be like, "Oh, I don't have that Jordan Addison share yet," you know, and maybe they're a little bit a little too much rookie fever and I don't know. So that I don't know if that's spicy or not, Fenero. For, for those of you uh, who who listen to bo- uh, podcasts on the regular and think the hosts are talking directly to you because you have a situation or a league or a player and they're like, wow, Swags is talking right to me right now. That's what I felt when you went through that. As a Jordan Addison owner, I needed him to really shine his rookie season on a wide receiver less team. So I'm very sensitive to Jordan Addison's uh, rise to where he is. And if, if you're an owner, you've seen the games, you've tallied the points, you remember when you started him and when you didn't start him, and you remember how good he was without Jefferson and how you, 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 you're just intimately more, uh, aware of Jordan Addison. It's not just a stat sheet, right? You kind of felt his presence. And it, because that league, the wide receiver was so important, it was a little weighty. I'm nervous too. So when I heard you say that, that I couldn't wait for you to get to the part where you told me what I could get plus. Like I would, you already had me at, at, at the, at the doubt points, the quarterback, 
Um, was he all that without Jefferson? Look at that a little closer. Um, is he just going to be what he was this season and a little more? And is that his ceiling? That's my biggest one. The ceiling. Like, what is that ceiling? I don't think it is even possibly Devonta Smith. That certainly could be just a tiny tier below that. Uh, yeah. So it's I, the DK one. I would put to do in an instant. Um, I, honestly, I would do every every example you gave me. I would do on that team. So that was like and you might be able advice. to actually pull that off. That yeah, might be. I, I I'm interested. Even if it's a uh, mid third, I mean, I'm interested, dude. Like it's it's I this is this is one of those things that we hope our listeners do and listen to a show, get an idea, and then and then go see if it works. I feel I, like he gave like me an idea. <laughs> Waddle gets a, just enough shade too. Yeah, I love. But Waddle. still had a better season than Jordan Addison. Yep. Yep. So that it's is my cell that I wanted to get off my chest. That's a great one, dude. I, 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 I hope I did not disappoint with my two examples. That was, no, I like that, it. That, that was right there. That was I, right I like there. it. All right. We still on cells? Sure. All right. Let's see what we got here. I, I did um, have a uh, Devin A chain kind of as like a, just in case we needed to get him in. But I, I feel like everybody, like the minute we hit record, the right. listeners were like, gosh, we have to listen to Swags talk about Devin A. Chain again. So I'm glad <laughs> that you brought it up. <laughs> well, um, I'm going to do the, I'm going to do a similar thing now. So I don't want to spend too much time on this player because I know people are aware that if I did a sell or a buy that this player would be on there and that's Quinton Johnston. Um, I haven't been a fan. Um, and, and this Quinton Johnston, Charbonnet, a couple of these other people I'm trying to get out on, they, they share one thing in common, and it was they were given enormous opportunity and failed. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not down on players that couldn't get on the field because they were hurt their first year. I'm not down on players because they were rotating 17 quarterbacks that season. I'm, I'm down on players that were given a perfect scenario, handed it on a silver platter, and mm. weren't even trusted to try. Yeah, see, His targets were so low. That fits Char- or, uh, Johnston maybe a little bit better than given the opportunity. Because I don't know if he was given the opportunity, but he, like you just said, like he was given the perfect scenario right. to get on the field. And it was disappointing to never see him take that field. Um here's my thing with this one and 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 i don't know like if you're just so out that (laughs) you'll take whatever but what is what is the out on it yeah because i probably i feel like i probably have quentin johnston on more teams than you right um big miss for me currently what's the out yeah what's the out yeah because i i'm offering a third to every in every league let's say that and you have him? Are you just like swags? You're you're an idiot. Why would you even send me that? I have to hold for that, or are you just going to click his auto accept? No, I I I was I was hoping to get out of Quentin Johnston uh, for a second, um, and I think that you can do that based on you know the new head coach coming in, uh, Herbert having a down year, but still everyone loves Herbert. We have the wide receiver situation, free agency. Like he's going to be given another opportunity next year. The only thing that would severely deflate his value would be a high rookie pick. Um, right. If, sure. If, yeah. If they, or, you know, uh, 
grab enough free the free agent wide receivers right now are actually pretty phenomenal. Like I'm not phenomenal, but it's a good class of, of free agent wide receivers too. So something like that happens, which that actually is my fear to be quite honest. I think they already know what they have in Johnston too. I think they know that he's just, you know, either going to take a while or he might just be okay. And, um, I want out, but so I think I could get fear, a second. My fear with giving you the second. Mm-hmm. Is this that I feel like come our rookie draft, and I don't think Finero has Quentin Johnston, and this is totally hypothetical. Come our rookie draft, I can, when it gets to my pick, my 305, I'm on the clock. I think Finero will be like, all right, I'll take that pick. <laughs> I got I got a guy. Oh, you know, yeah, I, I mean, yeah. totally hypothetical. You know, it's not even really you and me. That's this is just the, a league league. I can situation. see what you're saying, like, though, dude. Because I got like, a guy. Because you know how like you always have a guy mm-hmm. in the third round. Like you, you, you always <laughs> you got a guy in every yeah. round. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, everybody's yeah, got a guy in every absolutely. round. Yeah. So like, if I'm being honest with myself and put myself literally in that place, knowing how down I am on him, I would think it's an overpay. But I probably would have do it if i was really excited about like you know maybe laporta was there at 305 or maybe you know what i mean like sure, I, yeah. you know, and he shouldn't have fell and I, i'm really excited about the possibilities like i could see talking myself into that yeah and that so that's why i, I just can't dude i can't give you the second <laughs> I hear you, we dude. can talk you know maybe we find a throw in there a way it works out but right. that's that's um where i'm at i got a guy <laughs> Uh, maybe that's what uh, Quentin Johnston does to you. It makes you think crazy. And in and then the third, I think realistically too, you and I talk about this enough to where I know you know that we might find our guy might hit. Yeah. But we we also know that like there's usually like one one of those guys <laughs> around. Maybe you know there might be one guy between the third and fourth round that you really are like oh I missed out on Puka right there. You know I like, I have a much. At, I have a much better hit rate in the second and the third than I do in the first. But you know what I mean. Which is embarrassing. But yeah. yes. So <laughs> I have a self-fulfilling prophecy every time I draft because I think I can pick I can pluck those players so, off. So listen to Fanero's guys this year as you get closer <laughs> to your rookie draft because you want those guys. You want the guy. At the end of my process, you definitely want to listen. So I got a I got a no surprise yeah, guys. Okay. I got I got a no surprise guy too. Bryce Young. Okay. Yep. No surprise for you at all. Yep. And uh, with with coach changes and stuff like that, there might actually be a little interest. I'm even more, or I'm sorry, I am even less interested with a, a, a We know how that goes, right, Swags? Like we we see quarterbacks that have to play with three different offensive, four different offensive uh, coordinators. It's a nightmare. So Bryce Young is is now going into a second. Ugh. I'm not allowed to say it, but I'm <laughs> I Swags. It's a size thing too for me. I just, I just question whether that size will really translate to the NFL as a quarterback because it hasn't. No, yeah. Kyler Murray's the closest comp we have to success at that position, and he's bigger. Yeah, an exceptional athlete. Um, so I, I have my concerns with whatever happens there, and we've seen how quickly. And like you said, with new offense coordinators, we've seen how quickly the tide can turn on on these talented guys. So Bryce yeah. Young, I want on, and I'm willing to trade out for try to get picks. I'd like to in Superflex stay with a quarterback if I could. Um, one of my buys, 
I'll tell you is Will Levis. I would do that straight up if I could. Doesn't get talked about as much. I think that he has more of a future in the NFL than Bryce Young does at, at this point. Uh, I made a trade currently. I think you're the only one I've really talked to about it with Finero, but um, I, I got Tua, but I had to trade Bryce Young, a uh, 206 and a 211. Mm. I think that that plus was, was, was very fair. I feel like I gave that team some hopeful depth, and I think that Finero in, in our conversation mentioned some of the injury concerns on Tua. I, I think it's very fair too, but I also feel like in that. So my retort to that was, I feel like Tua is still going to give us more the whole time they're together. Even if mm-hmm. Tua's career is unfortunately cut short, I feel like I'm still going to get more out of Tua at this point. I like Tua better. I feel more comfortable with it. Um, I still feel good about it. I look at that team and I like it better today. I also feel like the community isn't being quite honest on how they feel about Bryce Young yet Mm -hmm. because I had so much trouble getting rid of Bryce Young in this league. So I was just ready and then I made this offer and it was accepted. Oh, but there was more on that. I forgot. There was also... um, I traded away Hawkinson in that deal and got back Pitts. So I got Tua right, and right. Pitts. I got Tua and Pitts, traded away Hawkinson, Bryce Young, the 206 and the 211. Um, yeah. So, it, but it, dude, it had been so hard. So I don't know if people really, I think everybody's kind of worried, but they don't want to admit it. <laughs> well, I worry about both players, like you said, but I, I definitely would worry more about young because he's a season away from mass worry not me being worried but everyone bailing like he's one season away two is not right you gotta you gotta you gotta assume that if you like two is side that you have him for the next two to four years right yeah uh that could be double or quadruple what we get from bryce young with a failed second year so yeah and again new coach all that he's not set up well the team is a disaster and uh, there's there's a lot of holes. This is not something you fix overnight. So having another bad season is more probable. It really is than yeah. than a better season. And anyone hoping for that, I think you're right. I think maybe that's why you struggle to sell them. I think we all yep. just don't want to admit it. I think we know it, but don't want to say it out loud. And and you know what I say, Fenero. It's not always about finding the next player, but sometimes it's about getting out of those players before everybody else wants to. And I think I was even a little late on it. And I don't know if, like you said, I don't know when it's going to get any better. So that's going to lead into my kind of low-hanging fruit sell. Um, and I'll probably sell this gentleman for uh, a bag of potatoes. That's Jonathan Ooh, Mingo. He didn't even want to give you fruit. He was like, that's mm-hmm. too sweet. He's like, I'm giving you potatoes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jonathan Mingo, for for a lot of the reasons that we just talked about with Bryce Young, right? So he's he's right there with Bryce Young going through all this. Um, I, I wasn't high on him in the, in the – neither of us were high on him on the pre-draft process. We just kind of – he never really was on our radar, and especially now. So I, I, I am very curious – what I would be able to get for a Jonathan Mingo, but whatever it is, it's going to be more than it will be next year. Mm. What, uh, That's where I'm at with him. I, I agree. I feel like, yeah, I feel like he's just going to be one of those players that slowly fades away. Yep. 
and you just stop hearing about. Would you rather have Quentin Johnston or Jonathan Mingo? Johnston. Really? Yeah, because he's still with Herbert, so... Oh, you said Johnston. I thought you said Jonathan Mingo. For oh, hell reason. no. No, Johnston. Okay, yeah, no, I agree no. with you. Yeah. So you'll take... I'll give you a 409 no. for, for Mingo. Oh, 409 for Mingo? Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, I mean, I don't want him either. Yeah, I, I don't know. See, what, now, I don't know. What, now, I'm, I don't know this, how to gauge this. I'm just. This sounds a lot like our, out there. You know what? This sounds like. This sounds a lot like our Terrace Marshall for. Oh yes, uh, for Rager deal was it Rager or Mar- no Marshall and was it uh, Marshall and Nikhil? Oh Harry Brian like Edwards, something Brian Edwards, That's right? Oh my gosh, Brian Edwards for Terrace Marshall. How'd that work it's out so for either gross. of us? We both puked yeah. in our mouths. This is where now. we're at. This is where we're at. We're just saying that Mingo's there now. So. Mingo, that's gross. <laughs> Mingo's on that. That trade should have never have happened. My last should have been two drops. My last sell is Tank Dell. Oh, nice! It's Ryan. And so yesterday on X Twitter, I saw somebody rank him as the second best rookie wide receiver um, for mm. Dynasty. Not not for the season, but for Dynasty. I strongly disagree with that. Uh, I just I'm using that reference because it still shows that he's being valued quite highly. He right. was rarely out of people's top three to four in the rankings for rookie wide receivers. Yep. I strongly also disagree with that of the players that were mentioned. Um, I'll have to pull it up for you, Finero. Um, you can, I don't know if you saw it or not. And I can see what you think. Give me a quick minute, but I will tell you, that I often saw JSN towards the bottom of that list. Like yeah. sometimes of the seven, he was people's sixth or seventh player. Yep. And I'll tell you right now that I'll go straight up. I'll give you Tank Dell for JSN. Yep. And I think that people are too low on JSN out of his rookie year Yep. in the current state. And I'm, I'm absolutely going to be buying JSN. JSN is also one of my buys. That that Tyler Lockett contract is yep. over in 2025. I think they even have some outs that they I don't I don't know if they'll go that way, but he had some great games. And I think the quarterback situation is going to be better there. I think it's G DK Metcalf and JSN wheels up, but I don't know. Maybe I went into the buys a little quick as I was saying Tank <laughs> Dell, but nah, that's perfect. Uh, I'll just, I guess we'll just get us going into that. But you said JSN as well. Yeah. Sounds like you're the same. It's the perfect segue. He had 18 targets over the last two games. 18 targets over the last two games. He's already getting involved with those characters. Uh, yeah, and I love Tyler Lockett. This is not a knock against Tyler Lockett in any way, shape, or form. It's just that. The value right now, like you said, this is what this show's about, right? Buying and selling. Do I want to buy that player at his current value? And he's below Tank Dell, like you said. He's also below Zay Flowers. I would probably do the Zay Flowers thing straight up, which maybe some other people wouldn't do, but I would do that as well. I would do uh, that. Buying, buying JSN right now is, uh, uh, it feels too easy. So it might correct itself somewhere along the way here, but it feels a little too easy to buy him. I, I get sick of people trading me or attempting to trade me all their vets for my up and coming rookies. So I do want, I want to ask you how you feel about this one. Stefan Diggs or JSN. Are you mm-hmm. mad that I sent you Diggs for JSN? 
Are you kind of like, no. uh, I don't want him either. He's too old. Yeah, I think, I think the community's very down on Diggs right now. I'm not like that down on it, but on him rather. But uh, I don't. I, I I think I'm. Wow. How old is Diggs? Say 28. Um, he's. Give me a quick second here. Yeah, I, 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 I'm feeling Diggs. Diggs always scares me because of that attitude. It seems to pop up every once in a while, and then we have to quelch it again, and pops up again, and quelch it again, and a little bit of a if I don't get my way, it's the highway kind of guy. So that, that that's the volatility I'm kind of shrieking away from here a little bit. But if he was 28 years old, I think I would still rather have two or three seasons with Joss Allen over waiting. Diggs will be 31 for the 2024 season. See, now he's got me to 31, so now it's tougher. Yeah, I, I think you probably have to do JSN, and because I'm not thrilled about it, um, I'd probably... Nah, yeah, I, I guess I guess I'll stop wavering. I guess it's JSN. I, I, I would do that. I feel yeah. like I need to add to it. Yeah, it's tough. If I'm being honest. Yeah, I'd feel better about it. I mean, I, I feel like I would add to it. Yeah. I think I'd be happy to. I want to okay. try to not, but... Yeah, definitely try not. Because I struggled to do that. It, it, that's team makeup. That's going to be like how many other young wide receivers does a dig owner have. You know what I mean? Like, it's... I think it's close enough because people are just so down on digs. Like, it, it feels like they just are ready to retire him. Like, even not... I'm not even talking about Twitter. I'm talking about, like, if you listen to, like, national radio like scenario like i, I kind of everyone's am. out I yeah i can am. tell I you are like i can late. tell you are yeah i think it's too late well because everybody's out <laughs> yeah i don't know if it's just the part of me that likes to trade so much that i hate getting stuck with players even when they're still having production or i think so maybe the move <sighs> these older receivers are having production man we see it and he's like How one of the best would you rather have mike evans or stefan diggs they're both excellent. I'll take either one. They're, 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 they're uh, I, I'm going to, I'm going to take Diggs if he stays in Buffalo, just because I have no idea where Evans is going. Like if Evan goes to New England, good luck. So that's okay. So this works a little bit then. This is what I was going to suggest. Like maybe Mike Evans and a third is the out. That's how yeah. bad I want out. I yeah. just want to change it yeah. up a little bit. I'm the, Stefan Diggs has kind of failed me. Yeah. When it gets important, the last couple seasons, and that's in the playoffs, like fantasy playoffs. And, and Evans has proven year after year to be a quarterback's best friend. So, like, yeah. if there is one guy that you're worried about switching teams. I it think might, you get a year younger to, on that. Yeah, you might actually get a year younger. Yeah. Damn, you guys better uh, listen to this episode a couple times. Swags is just dishing it out. You just inspire me, Fenero. Damn. You got me wanting to do all kinds of things. You're floating out some big names and some big moves and... I don't hate a single one of them. What do you got for me? Uh, you want one? Of, you want one of mine, huh? All right. Let's see what we got here. So the August August hot. <laughs> um, way back in the day, uh, we uh, used to feel a certain way about a rookie wide receiver, Jacoby Myers. Um, had a you know decent rookie season, but wasn't anything special. But it was still kind of good, and it was on New England and. We didn't know what to think about that. Anyway, there's a player that reminds me a little bit of him who's also on New England, who you can get pretty damn cheap, and that's Demario Douglas. Now, is he just going to be a wide receiver three in fantasy? Yeah, I think that that's kind of what he is. But we all need wide receiver threes in fantasy, and I don't think anyone really likes Demario Douglas. I think he's unsexy in a lot of different ways. You know, I don't think anybody liked him in the pre-draft process. 
help. He, he got he's drafted. not on my list today. Yeah. So he yeah, barely, I, yeah, I he love it. Barely gets drafted by the NFL in the sixth round. He plays for New England. Who's the quarterback on New England? I mean, this is a very unsexy wide receiver three. But I think if you are a Jacoby Myers fan, and I know Swag, you are, just for the value and how he gets kind of shit on, maybe consider this rookie who is kind of on the same trajectory. Yeah, I like that one. I think the play on that, though, is after you find out whose team he is, he's on, you have to find the sexy player that you want on that team and oh, gotcha. pay for the sexy player because I don't think – Attach him. Like if you draw too much attention to something mm-hmm. that somebody doesn't care about, they they all of a sudden want to give it a hug. Sure. And you know what I mean? So I think that you kind of find a way to just kind of have that in as like something, a trade Probably. that they kind of feel good about. And, you know, maybe maybe it's when you're trading away Jordan Addison and it, something mm-hmm. like that just works out a piece. You kind of are like, oh, you know what? I do want to sell that player too. And they ended up having. Okay. So maybe instead throwing. of a third. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. I just don't think you can find the, like, if you offer somebody a third or fourth, which is probably market value, they're probably going to, all of a sudden, they're they're not even going to know they had him until you made the offer, but now they want him. Right. And I think, that, you know what I mean, kind of? No, it happens. Oh, it totally happens. Because, like, especially with the, the those type players that there just isn't a whole lot of talk or interest in, and you, the, the Everyone has a similar value. So as soon as you want them, now it's like, okay, now my value has to match your value. And I'm going to want a little more than you say, just because I'm sure you're trying to grab, you know, something that you think is like in the yard sale pile. And because you're grabbing for it, like I I now know, oh, shit, maybe I shouldn't have put that on the yard sale value. Maybe I should have kept that in my house. Like now, now that you picked it up, oh, there's no price on it. Oh, um. Oh, here's the sticker. It's seventeen dollars. You know, it's a little piece of shit. I see how excited you you look. <laughs> like, oh, you like that? Yeah, his eyes got real big. The kids like the Kirk Cousins. And comes I want it. Out. I want it. I want it. Yeah. I sorry, Demario. He, he did really. <laughs> poor Demario. I, I'm sorry to interrupt. You, 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 we made Demario a, 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 a. You know, he was supposed to be a buy. He became a yard sale item. Like it's that's rough. <laughs> It's a, it was a great analogy. Yeah, it was a fun analogy. I like yeah, where I you going, I was going for it. Threw him in the box with Woody. Good <laughs> things happen, you know? It's we're, at, we're on episode four of Toy Story because of a garage sale. That's a very good point. I'm willing to pay up for Gibbs. And I yeah, don't know, I know if you that's are. the homer in me or if it's everybody. So I don't know. It's everybody now. You were ahead of that for... Weeks and weeks and weeks. Like when you were saying I'm all in on Gibbs, that was an original thought. Uh, well, we were now, looking at the numbers compared to Bajan. Yeah, but now it's 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 out of hand. Gibbs, oh, it's Gibbs, out of hand. Yeah, so Gibbs. Do you think I no, should try to wait? No, no, not out of hand like you're messing up. But no, I, I mean, mean I, I would have to hear. I would have to hear. I think it's borderline out of hand. Like I bet there's some out of hand deals out there where I would have. To, I would have to. I'm a Gibbs owner. Like I what's, mean, I, what do you want on top of Jonathan Taylor? How? Let's see. Let's let's talk crazy. What's your crazy price? The price you're just like hell yeah, I have to accept that. I always hate these because you always have to use picks to make them. I know, right? It, but yeah. it does gauge value at least. It does. So, but I mean, let's put it this I'll way: I think, it's, you I think it's Jonathan close. Taylor and Saquon Barkley. Wow, you're one and only Gibbs here. Let's say you only yeah. have one. Yeah, I would probably do that. Yeah, I would definitely do that. Man. Now I'm like, did I offer too much? 
Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna. Yeah, I mean, I'm just. Yeah, I think it. Dynasty is rough, right? Like everyone looks out at it at a different rate, and if you look out at it just two years, I think two three years tops. I think sometimes running backs in particular. We talked about this like almost like weirdly on a show where we were talking about how like Brees Hall and Kenneth Walker were RB1 and RB2 in their rookie seasons in, on dynasty boards. And now, now then the, the very next year, Kenneth Walker won't beat out Charbonnet. I mean, that, mm-hmm. you know, there's that. And then on top of it, there's the early clip. And then on top of that, there's just, God forbid they, they sprain an MCL and you miss three quarters of the season and you lose them for efficiency the next season. Like they're just a uh, pile of meh. You know, they're just this is like really, really tough. You want a lot of them. You and I know that we've been drafting a lot of them for years, and I love that strategy still to this day for that reason. But boy, are they a, a pain in the ass to maintain. So if I'm going to hang my hat on just one of them, it's it's going to be it's going to have to be like an outlier, like an Alvin Kamara that lasted as long as he did. Like it's just it's really, really tough to 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 go all in on one running back. But if, if you were going to do it, I see the temptation with Gibbs. A player that came to mind while you were, before you got to the, like, all in on one yeah. running back, but a player that came in to mind with the ebbs and flows of running back. And I midway through that, the player I was thinking about was Derrick Henry. Mm. And I, I remember his, from the rookie draft, I remember him getting drafted to a team that had just signed DeMarco Murray. I remember like his, I remember um, what's his name that got signed there after DeMarco Murray went away when we had those pictures of it. Was it, uh, oh my gosh, I hate that I'm blanking and I'm even doing this to you. (laughs) But I remember, but he always had this weird depreciated value. Then he all of a sudden killed it. Yeah. And his value spiked so much. And then the last couple of years, it went down a lot because of age, but then he continued to kill it. And now Tajay Spears is around. Mm-hmm. So everybody's scared again. <laughs> and, and this is, you probably finally should be, but I don't think it's because of Spears. That's, that's a whole different conversation. But I mean, I had so much Derek Henry, mm. his first two seasons. Oh no. And oh, and no. then I slowly would start just like kind of moving them away. I, I was usually pretty deep at running back back then. Right. And uh, I, I just, I moved off so much of it before he hit that spike. And then I remember getting back in at that value. And then it go at that. I mean, that makes me think of players like Jonathan Taylor and the state he's at and how much he's went up and down mm-hmm. and he might be a buy. And man, even same with Barkley. Barkley has some good seasons left as long as he wants to keep playing. If somebody will finally give him a contract, that's fair. Yeah, exactly. Henry ended up getting that contract. So man, it's so it's such a wishy washy situation that that's the other that's the other thing. Right? Gave you a little bit too much for Gibbs. (laughs) Yeah, probably. I mean, we knew that though. Like you were trying to express something, and 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 you also did it off the cuff, and you were also knowing that I was gonna need a lot to make it happen so you went over the top perhaps but i i what didn't about jonathan taylor and tank dell yeah so that's that's that feels a lot like uh jonathan taylor and jonathan taylor like meaning like, <laughs> meaning like i'm not really counting the other piece um it's a double which, copy league dude double copy yeah, league which it might be a bold take to say jonathan taylor um i'm 
I, I'm closer to that, to be honest. I, I bet I'm closer to Jonathan Taylor straight up for Gibbs than I am overpaying to get Gibbs, like significantly. So, like, does that make mm. sense? Like, I don't think yeah. I think that Jonathan uh, Taylor at this point, because of the age and where Gibbs is and where I know he is in dynasty, you know, rankings and stuff like that. I probably would have to ask for something more, but I, I think I'm closer to that than I would be to like just giving away the farm for Gibbs. Just because not, not nothing against Gibbs at all. I think he's phenomenal. It's just he's just he's still just a running back. Um, you oh. gave me you gave me two <laughs> you gave me two running backs back though. Keep that in mind. You gave me two running backs back. I was so into everything you were saying until you <laughs> dropped to my heart the just yeah. a running back. And I just. <laughs> That's the abbreviated version of when I basically said that, you know, when running backs are ripped are my heart out. susceptible to all these things that give them shorter careers, it just pisses me off. Ripped my heart out. <laughs> oh, I, I mean, I if it makes if it makes you feel better, I mean, I have some like, you know, buy stashes that are running backs. Would that make you feel better about the the running? Yeah, back give slander? me another bite. Absolutely, I, I just threw out slander against all running backs. So threw out my heart, like he ripped it out and dropped <laughs> it on the floor. <laughs> I think we're two running back guys. Um, I'm actually I'm actually Chase Brown. I'm going to Chase Brown here um, as a buy. Uh, I think he was injured to start the season, but when he eventually became clear, he was the number two running back. Mixon was a cut candidate last year. A lot of people forget that he like was really hard to keep on the team at his current salary, especially now one year older. I think it's going to be almost impossible to franchise tag him. So I think there's a chance that chase Brown, you know, all he's got to do is beat the rookie draft. Um, so I'll, I'll buy him now hoping that he could, he could, he's going to, he's going to get an opportunity. And, and even if he does, uh, get some competition. This isn't supposed to be an amazing running back class. So you're, you're talking about a running back maybe picked in the third or fourth round against Chase Brown, who was also picked in that range. So, you know, I don't think there's going to be any major competition coming this year. I, I kind of want that by. There's some free agents. Oh, there is some free agents. And, and, and Cincinnati is a, is a win now team. So that I do have to get past some free agency here, right? I don't see them like getting any big any big name like Josh Jacobs or Henry, but I've what's, been what's surprised. What's the Joe Mixon contract like? I thought he restructured uh, that a little bit. Yeah, I'd have to look at it again. But uh I think the latest I remember seeing is that they would just have to pay him too much this year for his age, but it was more about the, mo- the money amount. Higgins and yeah. What else you got? Um, I'm still going to buy Keaton Mitchell because he's a Baltimore Raven. Um, I know he's small and we said all the stuff we said about a chain, you can say about Keaton Mitchell, but the things that you can't say are just, I want every running back in Baltimore that can be healthy. Even if, you know, even if Keaton Mitchell is like more of a guy that can only stay healthy, you know, for 10 or 12 games a season, I'll take that. We need these running backs. We just talked about how, how they can fade on us in an instant. Uh, Keaton Mitchell is young. He's super fast, which means he could be efficient with those with those uh, shorter number of carries. He already beat out who I thought was a, having a pretty good season, Justice Hill, like a quiet mm-hmm. little you know under the radar season. I had to start him in a couple of leagues. He beat him out. Um, I think they like Keaton Mitchell there, and you, we all know they're going to run the ball. So even if he's like an upside, you know, a high upside backup on your team, um, I'll take me some Keaton Mitchell. Yeah, I like that. That's all I got for you, Fenero. That's all I got for you, Swags. I guess so that's I all we have for our listeners. So I think we're out of here. 
<laughs> Sounds right. That seems like a really productive show. Like I think we we no, that was all high you, expectations going that was all going you. forward. <laughs> you got me doing. You got me wanting to make like a twenty trades after the show with with what you came with. So I want to make some trades too. Maybe you and I will make a trade. Can you edit this show so I can listen back to some of that salient advice? Yeah, we can get this bad boy out there. Nice. <laughs> now we can make a trade. We can make a trade. I might go back to that Barrow Herbert thing if you want. Let's talk. Let's yeah. talk. Trades are fun. Yeah, they are. And they promote league activity. League activity is and always good. This week we are sponsored by League Activity. Nice. I am Zero G. He is at Artbark TV. We are Rookie Fever. Gosh, Rookie Fever's weird. It's a to- it's Rookie Fever season. It is. We've got some stuff coming up for you. That's all we're going to say. When you kiss me, fever when you hold me tight. Fever in the morning, fever all through the night. Sun lights up the daytime, moon lights up the night. I light up when you call my name, and you know I'm gonna treat you right. Rookie fever. When you kiss me, One-on-one scouting is never done This stupid throw and run I told you anyone Size and speech just unreal Landing spot not ideal Wait, what's this breakout? It's for rookie fever stage Romeo loved Juliet Juliet, she felt the same When he pulled his arms around her He said, Julie, baby, you're my friend Now we get a fever When we kiss it Fever without planning you Fever Cause I got the fever, now you got the fever, so she got the fever, and she got the fever, no cure for the fever, so let's feed the fever, thank God for the fever, thank God for the fever. fever.